Yo, welcome back to another episode of Talking Spit. I'm Zay. I'm Sean. I'm I'm Tease. And today we have our special guest, all the way from New York at the moment, Evan Eck. Uh, clap it up. You can clap it up for her. I can clap it up. I can it up for her. Uh, so first off, how was it over there in New York? Um, Right now it was pretty boring and cold. Because they actually um, listen to their governor, unlike Philadelphia. So everything closes early. There's not really anything fun to do. So is um, you you playing basketball over there? So how the team looking? Um, right now, what I heard that the last couple of years the team wasn't like all that. So from my understanding, I might have to carry the team. So that's new excitement. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, very big, but I mean, I wasn't supposed to be playing ball in college, but things turned around for the better. So. A lot of diversity on the team. Is it all black, all white? What is mixed? What are we looking at? So I think there's like 15 players and like probably like three or four of us or are minorities. So yeah, this school is predominantly white. My school used to be an all white girls college. So, um, yeah. Not nervous? Like, do it feel weird over there? Like, being um, in the environment? Yeah, really? Because um, I went to Catholic school, been yeah. around white all my life. So I just know how to maneuver myself. You run your own food business, but it's seasonal. So you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. So my food business name is Nicaraguan Sweets. Um, so I sell like a dessert type of thing. Um, there's cream cheese filled, uh, strawberries. So it's like a cheesecake inside of a strawberry with a graham cracker crust. Um, and then I also sell these things called pineapple boats and you can get like three different proteins, which is steak, um, shrimp or chicken. And then basically it's Spanish rice, with, like salty onions and peppers. And then I put also pineapples in there. And then I put the meat on top, and then I put my secret sriracha honey sauce on top of that, too, if you want it. Um, so it's seasonal right now. It's kind of like a Rita's thing. So it closed. I want to say the end of August it closed. And then it will be open again around, like, March. Now I so do you, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, bro. Uh, so depending on how, like, it goes, do you think of possible expansion? Like okay. beyond what you're doing right now. Okay, um, I think so because I do want to get my LLC, um, and I am thinking about minoring in business, so like a couple business classes here and there, so I can know how to go about that. But that's not my like passion. It's just something that I enjoy doing on the side. Okay, gotcha. And I actually tasted the the, the strawberry cheesesteak joint, Jones. You you. you I gave I gave one to my mom. She fuck with him. Um, Lean was talking about trying the pineapple drum, but we never got around to it. Yeah, pineapple drum looks super good with the shrimp and all that. <laughs> so whenever you whenever you come back, you you already know what we want. Yeah, and then I'm reminded. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to try that drum too. When she was describing, it, I was like, I'm trying to get on all that. Try to see what that's like. <laughs> I'm revising also. I'll be adding new things next year and um probably editing some other things just so it'll make sense but you'll and see expand the menu right 
Do you have people working with you right now? So right now it's just me and my mom. Okay. But in like next summer, we like what's intended is to have another person in our kitchen and stuff, and then eventually, with the money saved and after I get my LLC, we'll try to see if it'll hit for moving somewhere bigger. I'm also thinking about collabing. I don't know if you guys know about Chef Keith Poom. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been talking to him recently, so. That's also something you might be able to look forward to. Thank you. I don't know. She's talking about getting employees. She sounds like salt. I'd plug the McDonald's and start taking employees. It's <laughs> great to, you know, it's great for stuff like that. You know, it's starting so young to be able to, like, just empowerment of the youth and being a young entrepreneur and knowing what you want to do, stuff like that. So I do want to say kudos to you and keep doing what you're doing. The way. We're going to get straight into the topic, fellas. Today's topic is toxic relationships. Now, I feel like, I feel like every episode we do, we, relationships end up being brought up anyway. But now and then we got toxic relationships is such a broad topic. First thing, first and foremost, what do y'all think is the most toxic thing? Like, what is the most toxic thing someone has ever done in a relationship, personally, like that you've seen or experienced? Bad communication. Lying. 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 That's a big part. That too. Lying. Yeah. Leaving stuff out. That's that's a big part. Half-truths. Half-truths mess a lot of stuff up. Because people think it's not that serious to tell the whole truth. But it it can turn something small to something really big. And then ends up being toxic. Definitely. Um, probably trying to show off. It, it leads to to very very bad toxicity. Like trying to show off other people when you're worried about somebody else outside of your relationships versus the, the people that are actually in the relationship. It, it leads to a very bad thing. What if it's like natural? Like I know some people, some 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 people do it on purpose. Like they know they're doing it on purpose. Like what if they come off like if they just naturally good at doing what they're doing. Like, we we all know, we all follow you, we all see what you, we know you got a thing for hoopers and big time hoopers at that. So, we know, we know, we know you like show-offs. So, does that, is that, you, you run into that problem a lot? Running into the- For me, like, it's all about, like, not so much communication, but comprehension. And being an athlete, being an athlete, I know there's always competition. We can always say there's not, but there always is competition because we're two very competitive people. But for me, like, there's a good way to show off and there's a bad way to show off. And I feel like the bad way to show off, which makes, is like, which makes things toxic because it's not necessary. And then, like, listening to other people outside of your relationship, I feel like that also makes it toxic because you're letting somebody else impact, you know. Your, your, what you're thinking of that person in a relationship. So, like, for athletes, it's okay, but like, it's a certain extent because then after a while it gets annoying, and then I feel like that's also childish. Like, it gets a little too much. Yeah, and when I, when I picked up from what you're saying, like, the bad, like, I'm, it's like when you tear somebody down, like, when you, like, once two people going in, like, or oh, I'm better than you, it's putting each other up, like, Seeing like it's a competition to like make each other better. 
But then at some point, like, that boundary where you got to realize, like, all right, that's a little too far. Like, you keep saying, like, something like that. That's not really how you start to discourage somebody, especially if, like, the person in your relationship, like, you might not know how they might look at themselves when you keep saying something. And uh, eventually they might be like, hey, like, that really, you really think that I do, I'm not good at doing this or you just better than me at doing, like, something like that. Cause after a long, after a long time, it can start to, like, get on your nerves. Thanks. Um, so now that we get out the way that what we don't, do we, do y'all consider yourself having a toxic trait? Like, do y'all, like, obviously when we, when we mess with other people, we can obviously see like what we don't like and what we, what we like about the person. But do you have a toxic trait, like off the back that you like, you know, you have? I, I do. I know I do. I do too. Yeah. I think we all have our own little, um. Yeah. Like, I feel like everybody got a little toxic in them. Uh, what do you oh. think? Oh, go ahead. I was about to ask you that anyway. I was about to ask you what you think yours was. I know mine. Um, see, I'm a very spoiled child, and mm. the thing with me is, if I I can't be told no, and once I'm told no, I get a very bad attitude, and I I'm trying to work on that because that's not cute, and it's not like what I really want to like. I have to learn how to adjust when being told no, but as of right now, I don't know how to. And then I catch an attitude and I just don't want to be bothered. So I think that's very toxic of me. And then also, like, sometimes I want the person I'm, like, in a relationship with or the person I'm talking to, I want them to know what I'm going through, if, and, like, without me having to say something. So that's bad also because I'm assuming that they can read my mind and they really can't. And then I, like, it just builds on instead of really talking about it. So that's a very toxic trait that I have. Uh, I, don't know, I think mine is just like sometimes I might not be blind. I don't want to sound blind to the fact, but sometimes I may be like not blind to the fact that like the certain stuff, like the way I go about certain stuff, might like attract other like females, like making them laugh. Stuff. Like I'm a regular, like I just like to have fun and like like to make people laugh stuff like that. So then that's always a big problem. Like when I get relationships and stuff like that, they're like, "Oh, you Joe, as you, you do, but they see it as you flirt." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you know, you flirting, you Joe, this and the third, and I just be like, what? Like I'm chilling, like we all cool, like then it always end up being a problem in the long run. So I feel like that's my like just being like a like a, a social person. That's all. I feel like that's my my downfall. But I don't think that's toxic. I think that's more so our generation making it seem as though that's toxic because when you interact with the the other gender, usually it's put on as you're always flirting with them and stuff like that. Like you can't have outside friends of your relationship that's the opposite gender and that's a problem with our generation because it says oh you're flirting you're being joe that you want to get with him or her like whoever it is and the whole time you just trying to be like actual friends with that person that's a big problem that our generation has yeah, yeah I, I definitely i definitely agree with that see it's a problem but it's like sometimes not saying teach does this but sometimes like people are like too friendly with like the yeah. opposite sex so like it can go hand it depends on who it is. Like it can go hand in hand. Sometimes they're just friendly because that's just how they are and it's not a, like a problem until they make it a problem or it might be somebody who's actually being too friendly but then they try to make it toxic on you because they try to say they're just regularly friendly or this is just their personality, but they might be trying to do something sneaky. So it all depends on the situation and the person. Yeah, it definitely, definitely depends on how you look at like the, your perception of what's really going on. Like, right? but I feel as though if you're in a relationship with somebody, you automatically like should trust that person. Like, oh, they could be themselves, but they know like 
when to stop or what that line is, you know, not to cross. Like, all right, you could be friendly with that person, but don't go, like, to that extent where that person might think that you like them or something like that. Like, I feel like you should always, like, keep that in mind. Like, all right, I know if you want to do it in front of the person that you're in a relationship with, then that's how you know. Like, that's not something you should do. But I feel like for us, too, like, like for our generation, they rush a relationship really fast. And that's a big, big factor, like a problem for me. I like to be friends before only because I get to know you. And then I can really yeah. say, like, I know this person. Because when you're friends with somebody, you tend to not have as much of a filter as if you're in a relationship with somebody. So, like, when you're friends with somebody, you're going to see all sides of them versus if you're in a relationship with them and you're just learning them. So I feel as though, like, because rushing into a relationship, you don't really get the experience what that person is like and stuff like that. So you don't know if that's just how they genuinely are. or if, like, You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel as though that's a, another big problem. So do you believe in, like, this thing called, like, a one-month trial? It's like, say, you like, uh, you're a month, like, no, it's being serious, though. Um, you got, like, one month to, like, just mm-hmm. be their friends <laughs> and see, like, how they really are before you actually take that next step. Do you consider yourself, do you do that a lot? Or are you more of a just, like, when you feel it, you just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you go all in. So recently, um, I don't, I haven't intentionally, be, like, been looking for anybody. It's just, it just happened, like, it just ran into me. So, like, I don't try to put, like, a time limit on it, but it just, sometimes it just, like, we going with the flow and then boom. Yeah, I got a question. I got a question, but not it's for everybody. So, say, like, you propose to somebody, right, and then the person say no, the relationship over? Yeah. Oh, wow. it's, 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 how you, it's how you take it. When she, mm-hmm. when, when, when she say no, that I don't think that means she don't want to be with you. I think that just either means like no, like not right now, or because you know sometimes sometimes marriage be a little too early for some people. I mean, because that's a that's a that's a commitment commitment. They yeah. got a ninety day fiance. That's too early for me. Like, uh, y'all tripping? If I if I if I propose, especially if it's in front of people, if I propose and yeah. you say no, it's a rant. Yeah, bro. Then you say yes, say yes right in front of other people. Then say no when we get just me and you. But don't say no because then it's, really, it's over. I might throw the ring at you, something. It was going down right then and there. I already know that. Damn. I feel like I'm too immature to handle that. If they say yeah, no to me. In a big crowd, a lot of people. Your whole family there. Your grandma yeah. there, your mom there. You done told yeah. everybody about it. You told everybody to go propose today. They'll look at you all sorry. Yeah, bro. You go home with the ring still in your pocket. That's that's what it is. Everybody asks you how did it go? <laughs> you got deactivate your page. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say the relationship over, but you definitely not gonna feel the same about that person. Let's see how a valid reason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but then some people like it's the commitment issue. Like, yeah. Marriage, marriage is a huge commitment, and some people in the right mindset is gonna be like. No, I can't do that. So the the bill from the from the bill from that the ninety day Beyonce and what he said about the marriage and proposal. Do y'all this is this is about sex. Do y'all think y'all can go three straight months with this person with no sex? Do you do you think you can do it? For sure. I can. Honestly, 
before I don't think I could, but now I feel like I mature more to a point where if I actually like the person to a certain extent that I possibly, I possibly could now, but before no, I couldn't. I mean, so I'm guessing none of y'all have done it before. No, for I, me, for me, my, my, in my previous relationship, like, I was, we was together for three yeah. years, but, but we, before I ever had sex with the person, like, we, I didn't, it was, we, I went six months, like, I feel as though, as long as y'all had that connection, like, that's what really builds the relationship. If y'all had that connection before y'all, like, do something sexual, like, that's how you know that you really willing to be with this person because it's not just a connection through sex. Y'all have a connection through, like, the stuff y'all talk about and you really know that person. You really know, like, how that, like, you can tell when something's wrong or you can tell when something's going on. Like, it's not just based off of, like, all right, every time I see you, I already know I can, like, we can have sex, da 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 But it's just the fact that you really, like, you see that person as your best friend. Like, you can find in that person before y'all even did anything, like, else. I did it. I did it. I went, I went, three to four months before I did anything and as soon as New Year's hit I was in there. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's all that's all that's, that's all that's my last week. Yes sir. Yes sir. It's like sanding on the shoes. I don't think I've ever done that. Besides the time right. version. But like after that I don't that long. Right? I love affection. What's, what's that long for you? What you mean by that long? Three months, that's pretty long to not have sex with yeah. For me, because I feel as though, like, now I'm very, like, sexually aware of myself. So, like, like when I'm having sex with somebody or, like, I'm doing a sexual act with somebody, I feel like I'm in control. I feel like everyone, like, whoever, whatever relationship you're in, you're more than likely sexually, like, you're, you're, you're like, a sexually active person, and you're automatically going to be sexually attracted to that person. So the whole wait or not have waiting is different, but not having sex at all is like it's cool, but depending on who you are. Like if you're a sexually oriented person and you like to have sex, then like you giving that up for somebody you like, I don't think you'll really end up liking them because a sex is sex is like a part of what you want in the relationship. So it's I'm not saying it's necessary, but if that's what you want and you try to get in a relationship where it's not really a thing. Like they're not really with it. Can you really like fully yeah. like them? You make an adjustment. Yeah, like can you make that adjustment? Like you really like actually fall for that person if you're not getting what you're like what you want in a relationship. Like part not that's not like saying that's all you want in a relationship, but that's part of what you want in a relationship. If you're not getting that, can you still like that person the same? Or do you think it'll be like disoriented or like messed up, sort of the feel just because like uh, just because that fact. Like, okay, yeah, you're not having sex with this person anymore, even though you really like them, but they're not really with the whole sex, like, idea at all. I mean, that depends on you as a person. If you really want to be with that person or not. Like, if you really like this person, like you think you should, but then sex play a big factor, then you don't like that person that much. You know what I'm saying? Because sex can make a difference in a way, and you really don't like that person that much, in my opinion. I just, mm. Do you think that sex can come first and then you could genuinely like a person after? Yes. Because yeah. I feel like you, when you, if you. That'll make you like that person versus you genuinely liking them? I feel like it's kind of like, so say you have sex early, real, real early in a relationship. 
you already know what that like. Because sometimes I'm saying for like on the the like men's side, like I feel like you once you have sex with that girl, then you really start to think like, okay, so when you're like when the sex is done, now you're thinking, okay, now it's just the girl like like the sex is done. Now it's actually her like her like her being like her mental how she feels about everything like her personality. Do you actually like her after you have sex? I feel like that's kind of how not. Not the only way you gauge really like somebody, but that is a way that like you could gauge if you actually like that person. If you had sex, and do you still like? Would you still want to talk to that person? Would you still want to be around that person? If you I mean you already had it, then you're done. Like, do you still want to? I feel like I feel like it has a factor. Like it's a gauge sort of kind of. Do you think you can fix toxic people? Like, if you if you with somebody as toxic, do you think you can fix their trait or like try to alter it to make it work? Like, adjust it. I mean, me personally, I don't think you can fix people, but yeah. you can help a person become better in a way. Like, you can't force somebody to be something that they don't want to be, but you can help them be better. If that makes sense. I, I get it. I feel like it's a growth thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So I feel as though, I feel as though like, some people are toxic, but yet, like, nobody, like, points that out to them. Like, nobody says, like, all right, like, bro, you do this a lot. Or, like, sure. tell your girlfriend or whatever, like, you do this a lot. So you can, like, talk to them and try to help them, like, and you them off of, like, what they're doing. So they, like, learn. Like, that's just a, like, it's a learning process. That's all you just got to figure out, like, how you could take that negative energy and, like, try to spin it around and put it into something else that, like, will help the relationship or the friendship or whatever it is. I mean, I feel like you can only change a person if they're willing to be changed, like, about that toxic tree. Because if they're not open to it, then their mind is shut down completely from you trying to, like, help them. And that was that leaves the other person feeling like they're assed out because they're going out their way to try to help that person and improve themselves. And also, I think, like, with, like, a lot of social media influence, like, it's looked at, like, being toxic is a good thing when it's really not. And it actually, like, messes with people's mental health, like, which is really bad. So, like, like the way social media puts it and the way people, like, post about it and stuff, as if it's, like, oh, I'm toxic, that's good, like, like be like me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's not, like, a genuine relationship. And that's a problem because I see, like, I have a friend, for instance. She's not really toxic, but I feel as though her and her girlfriend try to make it seem as if they're toxic when they're around other people and it's like for what like that's not necessary that's wasted energy like you're coming to society and what other people are see as okay and stuff like that like when you really not like when you really not like that's not really your character that's not how you treat someone else like or when you wait till you get around somebody you want to treat somebody a certain way to make it look like you sound like a put on a facade for others and, you know, like, just to make it seem like you doing everything, what everybody else doing, like, I mean, try to make it seem cool, whatever you're doing is, like, thorough or whatever. And then friendships, too, like, I feel as though, like, I've tried to say certain stuff to certain people, but it's obvious that their mental capability won't allow them to get past that certain toxic trait or won't allow them to see it for what it really is. Like, I feel like a lot of people's toxic trait is that they don't want to hear what someone else has to say 
when it's obvious what they're doing. They feel as though like they live in their own reality versus the actual reality of what things are. And then a lot of people are stubborn. And instead of talking things out with each other, they rather just go go on social media, be petty, and not speak to that. Each other. Yeah, like that. Like subliminals about everybody taking it to. Uh, yeah, and that's another. I feel like that's another thing that mess up relationships. Like, if you with somebody and then y'all go like y'all have a little riff or y'all are getting into an argument, and then you go post on Instagram, go rant on Instagram, and all that, say, "Oh yeah, I'm done." But this person just do this, or people that did it. I feel like I feel like that doesn't do anything but make the whole situation worse. Like now, you take an art problem. Not only are you like talking to other people, but you posting it on social media where hundreds of people is like seeing what's going on now. Now you now every time y'all got an argument you going on there and people just now everybody only your business and stuff like that and that's stuff where somebody could take that and use it against you like somebody will be like oh you and your girlfriend are you all the time like da 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 or you and your boyfriend like about to be break up every week it's not the you always arguing he be cheating on you she be cheating on you like that's just be doing too much and that violates trust too because we normalize going to vent or rant on Instagram so much. That is seen as like a, a outlet for people versus actually talking to somebody, and that's not like a thing. Like, cause say if Instagram wasn't here, like what would what, what would be different? Like, you wouldn't have that. You'd actually have to talk to that person. And I feel as though the mental like capacity of people in our generation is so low because they're so used to people going on Instagram, people going on Twitter, people going on Snapchat and talking about their problems. Versus talking to somebody or talking to that person that they have a problem with. Yeah, people people let social media period dictate their whole like life and relationship. They let that control them. So they feed off that stuff. I don't want to curse, but they like they really feed off of it. Like like that. Like they'll post something, they'll wait for somebody to see it and then say something, and they post something. They have little friends say something, then they go to his Instagram, then. He got his friends say something that like, it just too, does too much. It's like a snowball effect. It just gets worse from that. Because it is personal information at the end of the day. It's not for the public. I mean, people do it all the time like it's regular, but in reality, it's really not for the public. It's between two people, then you bring it to social media, and then it's between hundreds of people. I'm guilty of it. I've done it before, but I've grown out of it. I know that it's toxic, and it doesn't help anything. It only... Like it only literally only makes things worse. It never it never helped in my situation. Yeah, I was when they see that you posted it and it's like, why would you yada yada? And it's just another argument. Yeah, yeah. it is yeah, adds fuel to the fire. Yeah, I feel like that violates people's trust too, and yeah. that's the problem. Our generation doesn't really trust anybody because, like, you're going to go tell everybody in the world what I just told you out of confidence. So why would I trust you with something that was bigger? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, if someone's going through something and you throw that low blow because y'all in an argument, you throw them under the bus because y'all in an argument on social media and now everybody knows. And then, honestly, I feel as though you look like just of a dumbass if you go and rant about this person on Instagram and you go and get back with them. Like, if they've done yeah. something horrible, you go rant about it. And then you on Instagram mad, telling everybody, F that person, da 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 And then you go back with them. You post another the next day. Like That's another thing I don't get about just people in general. I ain't going to say just females, even though majority of females do do that specific thing, but niggas do it too. Yo, I don't care talking though. about this person, yo, talk about this person all day. See, bad on their name and go be posted up with them the next day. But then you were just talking all crazy about them. 
And then your homegirls told you he bad for you and all that, but you be with him. It don't make sense. Like, people just don't understand that. The whole friend thing where it's like, oh, your homegirl's telling you he's bad for him and stuff. I don't know how I feel about that because... You like seeing things for yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's an influence on your, your perspective of that person. So, like, I feel as though once you develop a perspective and how you look at that person, you should go on with that person and talk to them about how you looking at them differently or how about like their like their attitude and stuff makes you look at them. I don't think you should listen. Like I'm not saying not listen to your friends, especially those that's been there like since you were like sandbox days or like for those who, who are just coming around or just getting to meet you. I don't think you could like should really base your opinion of that person off of what they said. Only because I know sometimes they don't have the best interest in heart for you, if you know what I'm saying. Outside outside perspectives, they they change the whole dynamic sometimes. Because if my mom say, yo, this is bad, don't do that. Obviously, you're going to listen to your mom. You know what I'm saying she wants what's best for you. But like you said, if it's just a recent friend that just came in and she only know you like that. And she tell you this, it's like, I, I hear you. But even then, you still want to figure shit out for yourself, like. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and hear your side of the story compared to everybody else's side of the story, and I'm gonna just move on from there. But if you prove what they say and they, they information back up to what's going on, it's like ah, I was warned. You know what I mean? But that's that's the bit we lay in. Like, that's our decision. That's the comprehension instead of communication. Like people think it's all about communication, and I always say no. It's about comprehension because you can say I can tell you every day I love pancakes. I love pancakes. But if you don't comprehend that I love pancakes, you're not knowing what, what I'm really saying to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like a phrase, but I'm just saying, like, it's all about really if you understand where that person is coming from versus what they're just saying. Because you can say something, me and you can say the same thing, and you might have a different tone. So if you comprehend that different tone, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it changes the whole yeah. scenario versus. Same. Yeah. If you saying like you love pancakes, you love you love pancakes, and I'm just thinking like she love waffles. Like I get you saying. Or like if I were to say it and Lean were to say it, but Lean were to say it with the attitude, you would think. Oh, yeah. yeah, if she love pancakes, yeah, yeah. I get you. Know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just I, I feel as though, and then like on that topic, like with going to the front, I feel like once you bring other people in, once you bring other people into your relationship. I feel as though, like, now you got everybody putting their input on, like, what's going on in your relationship. Like, now, oh, this person said this, and then this person said that. Like, you know, you got all these people putting their input in, but for real, for real, only matters is you and that other person on what's going on in that relationship. Like, if something happened, and they all decide, like, not saying everybody, like, as soon as you get an argument, they break up, but if something happened and it gets to that point, then y'all two should talk to each other and be like, all right, I'm not breaking up with you. You're not breaking up with me. But we both just walking away. Like, you know, nobody, I don't want to hurt you. You don't want to hurt me. So we both just going to walk away. But when you go to other people and be like, yeah, I'm going to break up with this person. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, just break up with her. But then y'all end up not breaking up because y'all talking about the situation. Now everybody looking at you like, I thought, what happened? I thought, I thought he was just, I thought, or I thought she was just, you know, like, I thought y'all was going, I thought y'all was done. I thought, and like, when you bring other people in, that's going to add all these different opinions down. It's messing up what's going on into your relationship because you're sitting there with that person. you just thinking to yourself, like, damn, is she really cheating on me? Like, did they really see her walking out of McDonald's with the bull? Like, is that, is that was really going on out here? Like, it needs to be thinking, like, dang. But if you keep it between you and that person, like, all right, like, keep it a beam with me. What's going on? 
they had to have that bond and talk to each other, then you you can move on from there, and then it won't bring everybody else into it. Yeah, yeah that's 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 what trust plays a part. Like, if you trust this person and you feed into what your friends say, then you don't trust that person, like you say you do. That's just that's what like just you gotta have that hundred percent like neutral in the same mindset with each other. Like, we in this together, so it's like. I'm being honey with you, you gotta be honey with me. Like that's just that's just how I gotta go. I mean, but I always tell people like I'm not gonna say I'm too young for a relationship, but I feel as though we're too young for that type of commitment. Like, yeah, we might think we're ready, but I don't really think we're ready only because like I'm figuring myself out and then I'm also trying to figure you out at the same time. So every day for us get like considering we're just going into college or doing whatever we're doing, like for us, it's like, this is a new experience in life for us. This is a new chapter. And then you're also having to experience new chapters with the person that you're in a relationship with. And that might be a lot to handle, especially if your mental like capacity won't let you really grasp that. And that's what like makes people petty. That's what makes people like like bash other people and stuff like that because they think like you have to be committed to somebody. And then like people are not open about that. They rather just lie about it. Like for me, I'm gonna tell somebody off the bat, I'm not looking for a relationship. We can have fun, we can vibe, but I don't want a relationship right now. Like because I'm not ready mentally, I'm not ready for that. And like I don't think I wanna go like based on my past relationships, I don't think I wanna go back down that same road again. And I wanna go about it in a different way. So I'd rather us vibe and chill and stuff. And then once like we can naturally move into a relationship. But as of right now, I think we're too young for commitment. So I'll tell you right off the bat, listen, you're not the only person I talk to. You might not be the only person I mess with, but I'm going to let you know, like, it, 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 it might be hard to hear, especially uh, if you want to mess with, but it, at least you're being honest about it. Like, people can tell you it. At least I'm being honest with them. Like, I've had people tell me, like, at least you're being honest with me versus this chick right here who I caught sneaking around with some other guy who told me that the shit, who she told me not to worry about. Like me, I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. Yeah, this is who I mess with. Da, 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 da. Like, if you ask questions, I'm gonna be open. I'm an open book. I don't really care. But don't ask if you don't want your phone to search. Like, you understand? Bro, when people say vibing, what is your definition of vibing? Because I know everybody has their own perspective on how they take it. But like, when people say like, I was just talking to this chick the other day. She's like, yeah, we can vibe. I'm like, all right, but like, what you mean? Like, what is what do y'all take vibing as? Because it, it can be taking in so many different directions. For me, well, I think, like, we can do things that relationships do, but you're not my boyfriend. Like, I vibed with someone, like, we went on the whole vacation together, and, like, we we vibe. Like, we're still really good friends. We had our moments, but we're still really good friends. So, like, vibing is what you make out of it. Like, I vibe with people different ways, and I pick on, up on vibes. So, like, I'm not going to intentionally go into this, like, yeah, I want to vibe with you heavy. But if we vibe heavy, then that's a good thing. Like we can fuck, we can get like do everything, kiss, da 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 da. But like, it's just we not in a relationship. We're not committed. Put out that label. Like y'all right. can do all the stuff, just not not putting a label on. So you're just not you don't got nothing attached to it. Right? After and I'm I'm like be attached in a friend type of way. You can be attached. But I feel I like saying like for my definition of vibe, I feel as though it's like. I'm like me and you. We're not we're not together, but I know not to like try to like go at you or something like that. If you're talking to a boy, but I know at the end of the day, like I I could call you and be like, yo, let's meet up, let's do this, da da da. 
I got to feel like that's something that we would be able to do because we're vibing. And then I could also come to you as a friend and tell you, like, dang, I had a bad day. Like, like I mean, uh, just let me talk to you about this. Because sometimes when you're in a relationship, you might feel as though you're like, I got to hear this person's problems, so I can't really, like, but well, that's the type of person I am. I'm like, I put other people's problems in front of mine because I'm not going to come to you and bring all my problems because I might not know how your day went or what was happening in your life or what the thoughts you got going, going through your mind. Like, I don't want to just bring all that to you. But when you got a vibe, you could just tell that person all oh, rip. Like, look, like I had a bad day and I got like, I need to let, I got to let this out. And then you could go talk to that person and still keep that like friend mentality or like y'all could be close friends or something like that. I agree with both of y'all. Uh, all right, y'all. That's all the time we got today. Evan A, thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate <laughs> you. Get this episode in, but you know, 2020 was terrible. But um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, good luck over there. Hopefully, I have a season. If not, keep training, keep working hard. Don't and don't hurt too many people's feelings with what you say, cause they're not. A lot of people not gonna take that too lightly. You talk nah. about listen, we not together, but look, they white. <laughs> oh, gonna get real. We gonna get real uh, confused. But I mean, I'd rather you be honest with me, and I'd rather me get my feelings hurt that way versus you lying to me and going behind my back, and I have to go find some shit out. Okay, lie to me, lie to me. Don't tell me that. <laughs> that I'm get the <laughs> That's the crazy factor in me. That drives me. Like not knowing, that drives me to the crazy part where it's like, yeah, now I want to kill you. That's that's the part that that's the line. That's the there you go. Like be honest with me beforehand, because if I find out afterhand, that's when I want to act crazy. Y'all heard it. That's where your honesty comes from. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. Do not cross that line. Uh, Instagram and her business page will be in the drawing below. So make sure y'all go see that. I'm Zay. I'm Sean. I'm Lee. Peace. And this has been Talking Spit. We out.